Last week when we left, Joe was struggling with the issue of whether he can continue to get the current treatment that has been working so well authorized and benefits. He still has not received a check from either his employer or the carrier. We will get back to Joe shortly, but in this episode, we will talk about what happens when an unexpected event occurs, an event that may put you on the front lines, so to speak, in terms of your employment and exposure to a pathogen or virus. For example, the coronavirus. Welcome to The Accidental Lawyer. The coronavirus, or COVID-19, has impacted everything in our daily lives, from schools to sporting events, travel. It has even affected the supply chain of everything from medications and meat from China to shortages of toilet paper, paper towels, and hand sanitizer. What happens if your job puts you on the front lines at a time when an unknown virus or pathogen sweeps through your community? Like a doctor, a nurse, or a teacher. Or your employer makes you head to an impacted area for a work conference despite the threat to your health. What happens if you get sick? Is that a workers' compensation claim? What we learned immediately from the coronavirus pandemic is that people do not want to miss work. They will do anything to continue working and earning a living. So they're not going to stop working. They're going to continue caring for the sick if they're a doctor or a nurse, and they are going to continue to teach if they are a teacher. They are not going to refuse to go on that business trip that their employer wants them to take. But if on that business trip, or while caring for the sick or teaching students, they come into contact with someone who has contracted the disease, and then they themselves find they have to be quarantined and go on to develop the virus, leaving them out of work with medical bills piling up, is there any recourse? At that point, they can't work. Not only won't their employer want them back at the office or hospital, clinic, or school, ironic, I know, But they likely have the county and state officials, which will have directives for handling what happens to them as well and will advise when they are allowed to go back to work. What recourse is there for these people who may not have been exposed, but for their job, which required them to be exposed to people with the illness or to travel to an area with the disease? What recourse is there for the certified nurse's aide at the nursing home who has to continue to go to work despite an outbreak in the nursing home if she contracts the virus and must miss work. She's likely an hourly employee with very little paid time off. How will she pay her bills? While we do not have all the answers to all the questions right at this moment, we will soon. Case law is developing as we speak. What I can tell you is that if you called and told me that you were sent to Italy on a business conference by your employer and you were seated next to someone who tested positive for the virus, exposing you to the virus, and then upon your return home, you tested positive, that you should look into filing a workers' compensation claim. If you are that certified nurse's aide in the nursing home and your only confirmed exposure to the virus was in that nursing home, 
you should give notice to your employer and file a workers' compensation claim. But you will need more than that. You will also need medical evidence. So you should talk to your doctor specifically about your exposure at work and the likelihood that that particular exposure caused the contraction of the disease. Ultimately, it will be your doctor who decides if you have a workers' compensation claim. If these types of situations apply to you, so do all of the other rules in the system. You have 30 days to notify your employer that you have the virus. Likely, that would be done immediately. But you also have to let them know that it is related to a work exposure. It would not be enough to contract the virus and then tell your employer you have the virus, move forward putting the treatment through your private health insurance, and then decide two months later when everything has died down that it was probably due to your exposure at work. It may be too late at that point to file a workers' compensation claim. After notifying your employer within 30 days, you then need to have a frank discussion with your doctor about your known exposures and whether the virus you contracted with the history of exposure that you have warrants filing a workers' compensation claim. If you have had multiple exposures, including exposures outside of work, it may be much more difficult to put together a causal connection between your development of the virus and your work activities. For instance, if you're a nurse and were exposed at work, but your wife also contracted the virus before you, it is likely to be very difficult to prove a causal relationship between your diagnosis and your work. Again, your doctor will have to determine whether your exposure to the virus at work was the most likely exposure to cause you to become ill. The case law on the subject of exposures indicates that there must be substantial evidence, specifically, a medical opinion on the issue of causation must tell us that there was a probability as to the underlying cause of injury supported by a rational basis. What does all of that mean? It boils down to the evidence presented and the strength of your doctor's report and testimony on the issue. Obviously, if you have been exposed at work, first things first, give your employer notice within 30 days. The rest can wait a little bit, especially if doctors are busy with triage during a pandemic. You have two years to file the claim, although I always recommend filing as soon as possible, as credibility can dwindle with the passage of time. If you and your doctor have a discussion and your doctor tells you that they can state with a reasonable degree of medical certainty that, but for that work exposure, you likely would not have contracted the virus, immediately contact an attorney and file a claim. Previously, in the Accidental Lawyer podcast, Joe had decided he no longer wanted to work with the nurse case manager, for now at least, but he still had the issue of whether he could continue to get the current treatment that had been working so well authorized and benefits. He still had not received a check from either his employer or the carrier. Next time on The Accidental Lawyer, we will see what happens with Joe as far as treatment, and we will find out if he receives a check to help him pay the bills. Remember to hit the subscribe button and share. Until next time, stay safe. 
This podcast in no way is meant to be legal advice to you or your specific injury or situation. The purpose of this podcast is to produce hypotheticals to give you a general overview of the workers' compensation system in a simplified way as it stands currently in New York State. I recommend that you contact your attorney to discuss the specific facts of your claim.